112 to 109, the Philadelphia 76ers fall to the Minnesota Timberwolves at home as both teams go to 8 and 8 on the young season. Quite Cameron Shelley from Philly Sports Talk going to break down this game for you and let you know where the Sixers went wrong in this one. Let's get right into it. So, the lead was just a little bit too insurmountable for the Sixers to overcome. Uh, they dug themselves too much of a hole. They were down 12 at the end of the half. And going into the fourth quarter, they were down 13. Uh, they outscored the Timberwolves by 10 in the fourth quarter. And really, the lead was as large as 20 for the Wolves. And uh, the Sixers, they had some big runs in that fourth quarter, but just couldn't get the job done late. Just, it kind of stunk. You know, this is one of those games where I loved watching it because from the heart standpoint, you know, the 76ers are right in it. Even after a very tough uh, first couple quarters, and we're already missing Tobias Harris, Tyrese Maxey, who, by the way, is out for three to four weeks, and James Harden, who is hopefully coming back soon. So it's one of those games where, you know, maybe if he just lost by a blowout, Embiid would not have been playing because also for those of you that did not watch, Embiid hurt his ankle and or knee on one play where um, I believe it was P.J. Tucker ended up like landing on his leg and it was pretty ugly. Uh, Embiid somehow stayed in the game. He had a couple big shots, but we're going to have to check on his health after tonight. Um, it was it was very scary. It did not look good. Uh, it's definitely going to be something that's sore for the next couple days. We just can't afford to lose um, Embiid, especially with Max and Harden already out, and Harris. Uh, so we'll have to see what happens there. But, again, with the fourth quarter, you know, the 76 they played well, but it, the offense is just not sound at all. It's just very, it's very erratic. It's all over the place. Um, I, I think Doc Rivers, really, this is his final year. He has to go after this year. I've never been a guy that just fully blames it on Doc Rivers, and I still don't think there's a reason to fully blame it on Doc Rivers. I still think there's some times where I like him. But it's just... There's no playmaking. Um, but to the point where the, to blame the players, you know, there's a couple of bad passes. There's a couple of chances that um, really it just had to be capitalized on. I mean, we're talking, we're down one point with 10 seconds left. We come up with a big turnover, and I believe it was Anthony Melton pushing the floor, um, and he just missed the layup as it, well, it was blocked by Edwards. Um, something's got to happen there. You cannot miss that. It was on the fast break. You got to hit that shot. Instead of Timberwolves get it, they make both their free throws. And uh, and that final play, this is where it's on more on Doc Rivers. Um, but you also got to you know, give the credit to the Timberwolves for their defense. But we couldn't drop a play on that final possession, you know. Like three to four seconds left, um, we almost had a five-second violation. And finally, we got the ball in, and George Niang just put up a, a terrible shot. There's just no separation at all. Um, I give a little credit to the Wolves, but really, this looked like the Sixers didn't even have anything drawn up. So it was a shame. And beat in this performance, he finished with 32 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists, and 3 steals. Um, he shot 6 of 15. Most of his points coming from the free throw line with 18. So actually, well, a little bit more than half. Uh, Shake Milton, 27 points in this one, 6 rebounds. He shot 10 of 15. A good night from him. D'Anthony Melton had 19 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. He shot 7 of 16. P.J. Tucker, again, with a scoreless game. Only attempted one field goal. He had five rebounds and assists. He plays good defense. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Daniel House also, 11 points in this one. Off the bench, nothing too much. George Niang, though, I'll tell you, I really like George Niang. He made some big shots, a couple and ones, um, and like back-to-back plays at one point in the game. He finished with 15 points off the bench. I, I really do like him. 
But yeah, just the Sixers, something's got to change a little bit. You know, I understand that Harden and Maxi aren't there, but that was a winnable game in that fourth quarter. It really was. Um, just got a little too sloppy. And I'm not going to take too much away from them because they were really far out of this game, and they somehow <laughs> dialed it in a little bit and made it close. They made it very close, a one-point game at one point. But just couldn't get it done. Get it done. This is my first time watching the Wolves um, since they got Rudy Gobert, which, again, one of the more interesting trades I've ever seen with Towns and Gobert running their team. Uh, Anthony Edwards, he shows why he, he made some clutch shots. He wasn't too efficient in this one, 7-21 from the field in total. He had 25 points, so he had a big three late, and he knocked down the two free throws to end it. It doesn't look like he gets very nervous in these situations. You can kind of see it in his eyes. Um, even though he didn't, he wasn't very efficient, but still. Towns, he only had 12 points in this one. Rudy Gobert, he had 13 rebounds. I will say one thing, outside of the players, the refs, it was a very odd game from the refs. I didn't like some of their calls, and neither team really did. I, I swear, every foul call, or anything called, really, um, every player was arguing. Like It was just nonstop every call. I thought that was very interesting. That's the one thing I don't like about Montrezl Harrell, I have to say, and for those of you that know, he got into it with Thanasis Antetokounmpo, I believe who it was. He had last night after the game. Uh, that's that's a whole thing. I don't know too much about it, but just kind of embarrassing from the Sixers' standpoint. But, uh, yeah. What we'll to see. Uh, the 76ers, again, they got into this one. I didn't think it was going to be this close. So I'll give them that. And they're, they're also coming off a of back-to-back. Uh, they had uh, the game, the win against the Bucks last night, which was a big win. So we can't take that away from them. The 76ers, their upcoming schedule, they have, I believe it is Charlotte coming up next. Uh, no, it's Brooklyn, actually. My bad. Charlotte's the game afterwards. They have Brooklyn November 22nd, which is Tuesday at 7.30, and another back-to-back as they will play Charlotte after that 7 o'clock on Wednesday. Uh, the Brooklyn game is at home, and then they'll fly out that night and go to Charlotte. So yeah, Sixers go to 8-8. Eight eight. Hopefully they start to kick it in a little bit, get in stride, and uh, get out of the playing tournament. I know it's still early in the season, but you like to have a little comfort early on. But that's going to be all for this one. So thank you guys for listening. Go Sixers.